Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I was super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. This is TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and re-restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got a flash up. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era of making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fetch. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. Come a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to brush your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the Intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference recording, the recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duel, Tony and Ray Renfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT, super fantastic family. Today is Friday, July 8, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with. Good morning, TNT. It is fabulous Friday morning. Let's get it started. Ray, did we send out anything? No. All quiet. All right. Well. Before we get started today, guys, I wanted to uh, walk know that I got people contacting me just to know they're concerned and they share your fears and say they will let you share their tears because they will shed a tear for you. Okay. All that regarding Maliki. A whole lot of people would be crying about. All right. What's the news of the day? Anything good? We didn't send nothing out, right? Nothing went out. All right. All right, guys, this is where we're at, because everybody wants to know about the food services law. It has gone into effect, they said, which, again, they've assigned it to different people, job grades, but nobody's spending any money yet. So I don't know uh why? Because all the articles the last 48 hours, mainly have been strictly about the exchange rate, changing the exchange rate, and the government being activated on the 15th of this month. The banks are still ready. They got their people ready for the weekend. So far, the Treasury is still saying it could happen at any minute. None of that has changed. Even our committee guy saying it's all done. So everything that needs to be done for the RV is, is done. You'll see Iraq has come out lately this week and stressed that there needs to be a plan uh, so it doesn't shock the economy. It's going to take years to come up with that plan for the rate can be changed. And we know all that's already been done. The CBI came out this morning, again, and said, oh, and yesterday, they are in charge of changing the exchange rate. That they did try it 21, February of 2021. They planned to uh, change the exchange rate. But it was due to what was going on in the economy, which is right now, what's going on in the economy. What they're saying now is not the right time to do it. That's what they're saying publicly. Now is not the right time to do it. You know, they have an abundance of money, abundance. 
think they're going way over. Gas is going over two hundred dollars. They'll be way over their ninety billion, over a hundred billion in reserves by the end of the year, where the most they ever had was seventy. They have countries all over coming and signing up, ready to go with them. But now is not the right time. I don't know if I believe that or not. I believe they're doing just what every other country has ever done. Deny, deny, deny until you do. No. I'm believing that simply because the banks are still telling their people, be ready. They're not on standby. They're not on high alert. They're just telling them to be ready even for this weekend. The Treasury has updated that it's all done, could happen at any minute. I haven't heard anything from the market guys yet, so they don't have their two-hour notification or 48 to get ready, but the market's closed today. So if it happened over the weekend, they wouldn't need it. We'll see what's going on. Oil went back up today. Going down yesterday, went back up today, which is good. I'm trying to think, what else am I supposed to tell you? Was I supposed to tell me anything else? No rates? Mm-hmm. We didn't get an update for the rates. Um, okay, the only other thing we're looking at is the coordination framework put out there, coordinating framework, that Maliki's going to be their guy. But that's just them on that side. Maliki's group said Maliki's going to be their guy. Amiria is saying again, if they don't satisfy the Kurds and the Sardis group, they're going to go over to um, the Sardis and not vote. So there's still some confusion in that. But they are saying we will see your name right after the end of their holidays, which is the 13th. But we should see it on the 14th or 15th. Holiday was supposed to start tomorrow. Some people are saying it started today. Celebrations, security forces, those type of things. But what we really care about is when it ends and do they announce a government. If they announce a government and nothing happens, I think we'll see a quick rate change while everything's perfect. Again, it'd be the perfect storm. Again, it would be while Biden is over, over there. And all the other presidents, prime ministers getting together. Great time to congratulate Iraq, which Al Kazimi is supposed to be in the meeting with them. So all of that would be good to happen. And that's what I'm going to look for. I'm not really excited about this weekend, even though they told them to be ready for the weekend, because we never know. I think it makes more sense after the 15th and we see what the government looks like. Because the only other thing they're talking about other than that is the budget itself and how long it's going to take to approve the budget if they do. We know the rate is in the budget. What we want to know is, is the rate actually in the food services law 
and will it be announced as soon as the government's announced instead of waiting for the budget? That is the big question. All right, Ray, let's go with it. You got some questions? Okay, we have a few. Sadie says, could you say again, percentage-wise, how many people have a large amount of dinar? I am asking, maybe a million or more? And how many millions of Americans only have a small amount? Hmm. I'm trying to first understand how that would matter. <laughs> Even though uh, we were told over 10 million people have Americans, not all around the world, Americans. You know, there's 350 million Americans, though. So 10 of them have a dinar, and 90% of those have one dinar note. Are the numbers I was giving years ago. That's the best I can tell you. Which means everybody's not going to be a multimillionaire or a billionaire. All right, what's next, Ray? Let's see, Nicole 19, could you please give us a list of things to watch out for in setting up a trust, such as, number one, spendthrift. Yep, you got that. Number two, bloodline, okay. Three, keeping your property in a trust, protection against lawsuits, right. Um, four, gold digger protection, yes, you have them all. Um, number five, hiding the extent of your assets. Uh, you have your income and assets look normal to people. Okay, I'll go with that, hiding it. <laughs> look normal to people. You have it, Nicole. Uh, so I don't know what else you wanted me to say on that. Do you, those are the items to learn about and have them put into your documents. Let's see. Uh, Scotto says, is $7 million the minimum amount to invest in the IMF global projects? No. I would think you'd have to be with the law states is a sophisticated investor, which is starts at a minimum of $10 million. All right. What's next? Okay. And guys, wait, I, I don't know. Like I said, I want you to ask your wealth manager about the IMF investments and investment opportunities. Um, see what they can find out if they don't know. I was just told you have to be invited, that I was going to be invited and included, and that I could bring some people with me. I don't know what that number is going to be. But that's how I intended it. I'm telling you guys, I would uh, immediately ask my wealth manager about those type of investment opportunities. All right, what's next? Rev J.H.G. says, what, if anything, are your contacts saying about the activation of the EFSL? I guess that's the food service law. Is it in motion? Well, they're not saying anything about it because Iraq is saying everything about it. 
They just put out the article yesterday. It's been 15 days. It's passed. It's law. And it's being activated. That's what I started this call with. Even though it has, we haven't seen any money coming out of it. They say they're allocating money, but nobody has been spending any money for any projects started yet. And that's what we were waiting to see. Was that actually going to take place after the holidays, after the government has announced or even formed? I don't know. Is there a possibility the rate is still in there? And once the money starts flowing, we will see it. Those are the things we're waiting for. Everybody still feels this thing is about to happen, though. All right, what's next? Okay, would you explain how the lack of a pristine seated government is muddying the process of moving toward a rate change? All right. Why wouldn't CBI just change the rate right now? All the confusion in the country, the government, who's going to run it, and what direction it's going to go in is what you're asking. Because it's more about who's going to control it. Are the laws in place, agreements in place? Are they going to give it out? And then the corruption continues, and they lose everything they've worked for for the last 20 years. All that affects when, why, and where they're going to do the rate change. We know Maliki's been fighting it for years, because Iran was fighting it for years because of all the laws and changes that had to happen. Well, now that those laws are taking effect, especially when the rate changes, the borders are being closed. Banks are going to be shut down. Most importantly, the U.S. did not extend Iraq's ability to buy uh, electricity from Iran anymore. So they can't steal money through that process. They listed their banks yesterday ones that are just fronts and are moving money through uh, forgery, it said, exceptions, look, they're shutting them down. All that's going to happen when the new government's in place, or supposed to. That was the plan. Sadar was definitely going to make it happen. Al-Kazimi was going to make it happen uh, with the white paper. And that's what everybody's always been waiting for a stable government. The country's stable. They're not blowing up stuff every week. I mean, you know, there's more people dying in Chicago on Saturday, Sunday than the entire country of Iraq. <clears throat> but now it's with the new government. Do they do the right thing? Because today, all we're hearing about is that our people have as people ready for the day after the holiday to do a, a prayer is what they're calling it. Put a million people in the streets to pray. But they're waiting to see if that government is announced. And if they say Maliki is the prime minister, it's going to be more than a quiet prayer. <laughs> so nobody's going in the midst of that, I don't think, just arbitrarily change the rate and put millions and billions of dollars at risk. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. It's not a good business decision. 
and it just doesn't make sense. You know, if they know something we don't know, CBI might do it before those announcements. But that's why I don't really see it being done until those announcements. I don't see, even though food services law has been approved, which means they don't have to wait for the budget. I don't see them actually putting it in force until a government is announced. Today's the eighth. Seven more days. We'll see what happens. But those are the reasons why they've been waiting for years for the right government to be in place. So it doesn't just funnel Iran, but it goes after to the Iraqi people and to their future. All right, what's next? Lee Mast says, since Uganda found all that gold, do you think they will be in the first basket? If not, which one? I have no idea. Right? Jimmy KC says, you said Sadar was supposed to make a statement yesterday. If he did, what was notable about it? The only statement they made was they're going to have a prayer the day after the holiday of over a million people in the streets. Supposedly, it's going to be a prayer without riots or anything else. But what's also being said, it depends on what name they put up for prime minister right after the holiday. He did say... He will not go along with Maliki being the prime minister. As today's news, also I will tell you guys, the international community is saying they will not participate with uh, Maliki being the new prime minister. That was in Iraq's news article today. All right, what's next? Continuing, what do your top inside the government Iraqi sources say about the completion time of the RV? They think it's still going. It could be at any moment. Again, um, when I talked to them yesterday, even this weekend, just like the banks are thinking, because they're being told that it's all done. It's just waiting for an announcement. That's all we're waiting for. There's no other requirement that they have to meet to do the RV because they've met them all. They just have to announce it. Continue with Jim. He has a suggestion. How about voting a call to a bullet point total recap of what to say to the 800 number operator to what to expect at the exchange and verbiage to use the wealth manager and post RV top things to do? Aren't those the points that you have in the form? You want to do a call just reviewing all of those things? Hmm. Well taken. I hadn't thought about that. And a lot of that is in print in the form. Okay. Yeah, in Greenville says. Already, yeah. I mean, it makes sense to do it. If it really going to happen, we're going to go over it. But we can take those out of the form and just go through them so everybody is uh, – Refresh, familiar, or uh, we can post new links to them so everybody can go and review them, which we can send out on Twitter if you want to do that. 
bring the links up. We just send them each out so people can go and read them since they're already in place. Unless okay. Jim and KC want to come on and do the call, and we'll just go back and forth. If enough people want to call like that, I don't mind doing it. Some, I think that some groups, I know the group in Oakland here, they do on Zoom all the time. They get together and do a Zoom call, practice with each other, what to say at their appointments and everything else. All right, what's next? Oh, yeah? Hmm. They never invited me to that Zoom. Never invited you? They never invited me to that Zoom. Uh, the Oakland folks. All, well, and all, all of what I've done for them going to Oakland were twice. But that's all right. I know who your friends are. <laughs> All right. Beth in Greenville says, will Boris Johnson's resignation affect or delay the RV in any way? Um, I don't think it will. It's more of, uh, I would think, the war in Ukraine than, than him stepping down. I don't see how that would do it at all, to tell you the truth. What's that? All right. Deborah says, has there been any more information about the Zim to the contrary as to what was said in Monday's update? No. Nope. Okay. Okay. Next here is um, a little note. Says, um, when I sent my donation toward the calls and birthday cards for you and Tony, I'm sure I forgot to put stamps on Tony's card that I asked you to forward to Tony because I do not have Tony's address. Hopefully, he will receive his card before his next birthday. I am enclosing some stamps and a oh, donation. Lola D43, Tony received his card. He was worth 58 cents, so I put a stamp on it and mailed it to him when you sent it to me. You don't have to worry about him not getting his birthday card until next year. I don't think he got it on his birthday, but he got it. Yeah, three months after his birthday is when he got it. <laughs> Find a stamp. You know, I don't keep those just lying around the office. Okay, that'll take us to live callers. First one is five one two. Here, code, you're on. Well, hello, guys. How are you today? Hey there. Super fantastic. The Instagram. Well, good, good, good. I don't know, Tony. I was just listening. I guess, and I keep hearing the banks come out with uh, their information, and I was just thinking, as a listener, I mean, how can we continue to put our faith in their information, basically, when everything they really said lately has not been accurate and not really relevant i mean and even you you know are reluctant to believe what they're saying so i'm just trying to see how should uh i mean why 
I guess haven't they been? I mean, wouldn't you think people would probably in their minds kind of start eliminating them as a reliable source if they continue to move in that direction and nothing happens after they keep saying, get ready, get ready, or is they playing that part to just keep us on the hype? Or okay. The so how long have you been on this call? Mm, about two years now, two and a half years, going on three years. Okay. So we've been doing this, I think, 15 years. I want to say 12, but it's probably been 15 years. Right. And the bank has been telling us that for 12 or 15 years. So it's nothing new. It's just the fact that we know it's still going on. We didn't have all the details, and neither did they. They follow the directions they are giving. So when the Treasury tells them to have your people ready, they send out memos say, be ready. <laughs> if the Treasury tells them it's going down on Thursday, have your people on standby alert, lock them down. That's what the banks mm-hmm. have done. So they're doing the same thing you and I are doing, which is following directions from the people that we're getting it from and being told. I'll tell you guys what the bank's saying, so in your response, I could just keep it to myself. Just so you know, things are still going in the right direction. Because when the banks do like check doing say it's not happening, we're not going to do it, it's going to be, you know, forever in a day or six months of that, yeah. It pops up, it happens, nobody's prepared. Nobody even knows the language to say, like we said, the training and things that we've gone through. Nobody is in, in place when it does happen, and they move out, lose out on those first five or ten days of the rate going up and down. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of negatives of not paying attention to it. The positives are, again, as I listen to all three, four, five different banks, the Treasury and overseas, and see if they're all on the same page, getting the same information, then there is some possibility that it will happen. Again, we're not going to know days in advance. We'll be given a window. We can look for it. Nobody's going to call up Tony and say, in one hour, the rate's going to change. So tell 125,000 people. Or tell right. the country it's going to happen. We're looking for that. That's not how it's going to work. It's going to do just right. what we're doing. We're getting ready. We're preparing for it in our own mind, paperwork. And then when it does happen, nobody's going to freak out or panic or I really didn't expect it because we're always expecting it. Oh, okay. So, I just thought that. They would be running the risk of being eliminated as a reliable source doing that, but I guess not, based on what you just said. Well, you guys got to remember, you're not even supposed to be getting this information. True. True. They're not sending this out to the general public, so they're not trying to keep you involved or not involved or anything else. It's my contact that I'm making that are telling me what they're doing, what they're being told. 
They're not saying oh. put this on the six o'clock news and tell the whole world, hey, you're getting ready, or tell every dinar holder who you don't even have a clue who is. So we can't blame the banks or something. If you're okay. saying, hey, we don't want to hear the banks anymore, you're asking me not to give you any more bank information. Don't tell you the date no, history. No. Don't tell you the time frame. Don't tell you they're getting ready or not getting ready. I mean, that's the only way if you eliminate them or their credibility, you have to eliminate all their information. Well, we definitely don't want to do that. I know I was just thinking, you know, as far as the higher-up people, not us little peons, that they would eliminate them. But based on what you just shared, that process can't happen because they're going through a process and they're just basically your contact people for information. I get it. No, please continue to share what they're saying. I was just curious about that. Because in the real life situation, if I kept me as a person sharing stuff with, you know, people, and it never came to fruition, I would risk the right of being, you know, reliable. That's all. But no, that's and cool. A lot of people do. These banks been going through this for years. These banks were just as frustrated as you and I. Some of them have yeah. dropped out. We've had five different or six different banks be the foundation bank because they just got tired of it. Some of them have stopped getting their people even ready. Some of them demanded that the Treasury pay them based on their contract that they did with them anyway for all the time they did spend with their people. So, and I am, they're just frustrated as we are. The key oh, thing, okay. I mean, some of them say this ain't never going to happen. I'm tired of it. People have quit. They've gone to new jobs. They're tired of putting their people on standby and missing holidays and birthdays. They've gone through the exact same thing we have. But they still have to do it when the Treasury tells them to do it. And they're going to continue to tell them to do it until it actually happens. Because nobody's oh. going to know when. Okay, well, that sounds like a winner then. That clears up the thought that I had. I appreciate you guys taking the call. You guys All right. have a great weekend, and we'll just have okay. to wait. You too. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Bye-bye. Well, good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. Another hot, sunny day in South Florida. This is Mahjong Lady. Hope you all had a great, I'm good. Hope you all had a great 4th of July weekend. Um, I was a little upset with the news that you gave us today. It seems like the country is in more turmoil than before between the election, this Maliki business, the doll, um, if Maliki does get nominated, where do we actually stand with them? Because didn't a lot of, um, weren't there people in his group that said if he does get nominated again after he destroyed the country the first two times around, they were going over to the other side? So between that, the people in the streets rioting, what really is the chance? by next week that we could actually see something when there's unrest going on? 
I don't know because you know my my, my crystal ball is not plugged in today. But let me tell you this, so you understand. Uh, Maliki's people are saying that he's had a change of heart, and he's a new Maliki, and he knows that he has to start thinking about the people from now on in the country, not the international community and the other countries that are pulling his strings. That's why they're putting out saying, hey, he can do it this time, and he's qualified to do it. Now, everybody else is looking at it's just the same old Maliki. He said that before, and we're not going to go for it this time. Tadar's not going to go for it. Amiri's not going to go for it. Some of his own party members are saying they're not going for it. They need to pick somebody else. So they put a guy's name out there, which they didn't put more than one person up, but they said, oh, he's just a Maliki puppet. How do we get around all that? We don't. Even them saying that Biden doesn't care if Maliki runs because he knows how to control him, he thinks, even though he didn't. And we don't even know that that's true at this moment, even though the U.S. is saying we'll work with any government. Just come up with a government, we'll work with you, and we'll figure it out. Now, is it all about the change in the rate? Or is it the fact that the U.S. is saying what they mean, that Iraq is a central part of that region that they need to be involved with? one way or the other, which is probably true. So we look at that, and I don't know if it's going to happen or not. So Dar already said that if it is, and today he said, we're going to see in the first misstep you make, it's over. We're going to crash the government. He didn't say the first day. He said the first mistake, misstep that you make, we're going to crash the government, and they'll go right back to new elections again. And do it all over. And that's why I said when the government announced that CBI changes the rate, the people are happy, the money's flowing, the jobs are flowing, the projects are now moving. It'll be the perfect thing to happen. If they don't, there's always a possibility of something else happening. And I don't know which one is there. The framework knows it. Maliki knows it. Everybody that the streets on a moment's notice from Sadar are going to raise up. And they said worse or twice as much as they did in 2019. So is that what they want? Knowing that not the capability is there, but the full force is sitting there, ready to go at the drop of a hat. So maybe things will be different if he's the prime minister. I just don't think he will be. All right. Also, um, you talked about um, Biden and him going over there and how he wanted this done um, by the time he got there. When is he actually due there or is he already there? No, I think he's supposed to go there on the 16th, 17th. Um, oh, my birthday. Saying, he never, nobody ever told me he wanted it done before he got there. I was saying I would think they wanted to be done before he got there. So that when oh, they okay. have this meeting, they know what they're talking about and doing. That would be the perfect situation. And again, back in April or May, that was probably the plan before Sadar pulled out. 
But now we'll see what happens. Is um is oil expected to go up to over three hundred dollars a barrel before the end of the year? Where are we looking at oil so. going? I don't think so. We've heard a hundred and fifty, we've heard two hundred. Uh I don't know that oil has ever been at three hundred dollars a barrel. As a matter of fact, if we go into a recession or a global recession, not just our country. That means oil stops rising and starts going back down because nobody's traveling, going on vacation, buying new toys, or anything else in the middle of a recession. So I don't see it hitting 300. If things continue like they are, there's a possibility of hitting that 150, 200. And that is based on the war. It's the only reason oil starts taking off like that. It was going up before Russia-Ukraine war. It just went up so much faster after because of the restrictions on Russian oil. So if that continues, it could take it up to the 150, maybe high as 200. I just don't see 300. That's unrealistic. Okay. And... um... Does your committee guy still think that um, nothing's going to happen until after the war in the Ukraine? And um, isn't now with I the perfect time for this to really go? Now with what? Oh, EID? Because I don't of know. EID, isn't now the perfect time? It's a holiday. Uh, you would think that it would work, but then... Uh, with the food services law passing, but not sure on the government part, maybe they won't. And yes, he still thinks that this is all the delay is about Russia and Ukraine. They don't want Russia to get access to this kind of money, so they're going to wait until the war is over in order to do it. If Russia had access to this kind of money, it would just prolong the war along with everything else that could then put us into a recession that could then, you know, make things worse for everybody. But nobody wants to see that happen either. All right. Nor do I want to see Maliki back in government either, but have no control over that nonsense. Um, that's all my questions for today. Thank you very much. Both of you have a great weekend. And I guess we will be back on Monday again. Thank you both. Bye bye. All right. Thank right. you. Great right. weekend. Two oh six area code. You are on. Greetings, Ray. Greetings, Tony. Yes, Top sir. of the day to you. The hey, first thing that's on my mind. Hey, how you doing, Tony? The first right. thing that's on my mind is uh, we're looking at. EID ending sometime, but you're not sure when, right? Is it the 10th or the 11th? When is EID ending? No, it should end on, I thought, the uh, 13th. Because they're going to have a new government after Okay, and then are they saying, uh, that is Maliki's people, are they saying that they're expecting to have their new government by the 15th, is that it? 
They said the 14th through the 15th, they're going to go in and they're going to vote on everything. Yeah. 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 The Kurds come to the people who's going to be the president of the republic. It's pressuring them to get it done. The Iranian general came in the morning. He's meeting with them, trying to pressure them into picking the president of the republic. So this thing can be over with by the 14th, 15th, go on with your new government. That's the plan today. Okay, so then my next thought is, given that everything changes pretty predictably in Iraq, uh, in the event that Maliki makes his boast and he can't bring it together on the 15th, then do you know anything about what Sadar might likely do or what the next alternative step would be if Maliki crashes on his promise? Well, if he can't form a government, then they have to dissolve the parliament. Because everybody's had their shot. And there's a new election. There's nothing else to do. Right. So if that's the case, does Sadar at that point still have his standing that he can come back in and kind of take charge until that new government is formed? No, he can't take charge. The caretaker government will stay in place. The only thing that could happen is schedule a new uh, election and then he runs in the elections this time like he did before. And he gets more numbers, so he doesn't have to worry about the framework or the court doing anything, and he can form a new government this time. That's the way it would work. But how fast is that new election? In six months or a year, we wouldn't know. But Al-Kazimi would stay in place. he continue working with the white paper. And if they set it out at a year or so, maybe CBI goes in and changes the rates. Then that happens, all the countries come in, and it's a whole new Iraq next time. So here's my last question then. If what you just said is that next alternative were to happen, can you see the happening during that interim period while we're waiting for the next election? Yes, I can, as I just said at the end. If he is extended out for six or a year before the next election, I can see CBI changing the rate. They know who's going to be in charge. They know the laws, the white paper, everything. They know their five-year plan. It'd be the perfect time to change the rate. Okay. That'll take us to the next caller. 610, area code, you are on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. Hey, sir. It is G-Man MPA. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic. Oh, gentlemen, it is another dynamite, super sunny, warm day in the Northeast, 84 beautiful degrees. And I'm going to do the long version today. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the music communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed 
need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City, that's just like the tree, Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website. Click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name on the card, and your debit or credit card information. In that block where you type in your name on the card, after you have typed in the name on the card, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number there. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. So again, to donate electronically, go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name on the card, and your debit or credit card information. In that block where you type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number there. That helps Ray track those payments as they come in. After you have typed in your debit or credit card information, at the bottom of the page is that blue send payment key. After you have clicked on that send key, please stay on the page for a second or two. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk Radio Show. This way you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there, making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, Remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal, 
KYW, Know Your Worth, and Vegas, 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 and Raleigh, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good homestyle North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite weekend. I sorry, right, thank you, so sir. Enjoy the weekend, that. too. Really appreciate it. All right. All right. You're very, very welcome. Okay. That takes us to... Um... Oh, I well, can't bypass it. Next in line, so I have to do it. Oh. <laughs> I know you did not say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> really? Really? So that's how I get called in on the call. Isn't that a myth? Uh, <laughs> oh, how y'all doing today? Hopefully good. Fabulous. Good. Good. Super fantastic. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I cannot complain. It's a not. It's a nice hot day here in Texas. It's a hundred degrees. It's like hot. So mm-hmm. we're good. Staying in the air. So I do have some questions, a couple of questions at least. Um, So as far as the announcement is concerned, when the CBI, I'm assuming, makes the announcement when the rate changes, and what format or communication would that be? And would that only be to the Iraqi citizens, or at some point will it be anything other than what we look at on the CBI or the Forex and all of that for the rest of the world, would we have an announcement as well, or is it just going to be just for the Iraqi people? The announcement, per se, would be for Iraq, that their rate has changed. Everybody else uh-huh. is going to get on Forex. The rate's going to change. Okay. It's not going to be breaking news on every channel or anything like that. The financial channels will say, hey, Iraq just changed its rate. This is what is now worth or something like that. But mainstream news, you know, 99.9% of the people won't have a clue, and they won't care because they don't have it. So when they make their announcement to their people over there, would it be a verbal thing more or less too? Like maybe it won't be something that we can see on um, you know, like you said, on our television stations, but it may be a blackout or something to that sort, and they would talk to their people verbally and tell them? Well, they've been talking to already, preparing them for it. Uh-huh. That's why they got people uh-huh. on the cards, the master cards, because it's going to go electronically the minute that it happens. Everybody's going to get it. Okay. They'll get it. Notified on their phones or internet, there's been a rate change. News will go out, and probably every media that they have, because they'll need to know from that minute forward what they're spending. So we okay. are the only who are going to see it, like I said, on Forex, 
news and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know you told us that Biden is going over on the 16th, supposedly, of this month. And initially, can't remember what you said he was going over for. So with, like you said, Sadar pulling out now, would that, uh, that could possibly change his agenda as to why he's going, or it just may add, add, add to what he was going to say or do while he was there? Well, he's going to meet with all the countries in that region are all meeting together. Okay. Okay. Supposed to smooth out things between Saudi Arabia and uh, some of the countries there, or Sadar and everybody else who doesn't want to do business with them. It, it, so it's a whole conglomerate of that region and how important they are uh-huh. to the global economy and agreements that were going to be made. It was better at the time for Iraq to have their new government in place and everybody negotiating with that person, whoever we want to be, in new agreements uh-huh. and things, putting together those type things. So it's supposed to be a good thing for everybody. We are just uh-huh. always uh-huh. I would think Iraq would want to go in there with their new government in place. Uh-huh. And I know they were planning on doing that the whole time because this meeting was announced back in April. Remember, it was supposed to be in June, and then they moved it to July to give them additional time they needed to form their government. So now here we are. Uh So uh, we saw in an article, I think it was an article, where Lindsey Graham uh, supposedly spoke with or was over there or had some type of communication with Iraq to help speed up their reforms. Are you aware of that? I can't really remember exactly what all it said and and anything else to that. Lindsey Uh Graham, with the Iraq ambassador from the U.S., were holding meetings with people from Kurdistan and there, letting them know that they're our strategic partner, they're very important, we're going to support them, and yes, trying to get them to come to some kind of agreement to get the government formed. That was the purpose there. Okay. So with that said, um, mm, that would be a good thing for what we're looking for. So I'm I'm just wondering if, uh, well, if it helped any, (laughs) you know, with them abiding by their request. Listen, Lindsey Graham went over there. He was over there for three days talking to them about doing just that. So Iran sent mm-hmm. their top military guy over there this morning to do what? The same thing. So we'll see what happens, who okay. which way. But supposedly he's going over there saying, guys, pick somebody and let's go <laughs> and see what we can do. We don't know if they want him to pick the same somebody or not. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, those were my questions. That were good questions, but good answers, you know, because I know a lot of people were asking, you know, those questions of what they thought that meant by him asking them to or requesting them or speed up the reforms. But that's a 
hopefully that's a good thing. So we'll see what happens. And so next week really should be a, a good sign of what direction we're going to be going, I guess, because we're coming up on, what, the 13th or the 15th or whatever that is, you think? Well, next week, hopefully, and, and like they said, they have a government in place. We don't care who it is. I mean, we wanted it to yeah. be Sadar, Al-Kazimi, that, so we know what direction, and it would be smooth going. But just to have a mm-hmm. government in place, we can see which direction it is going to go. Then people can find yeah. out when make things happen. Because then there's no oh, okay. caretaker government. There's no, hey, you can't submit yeah. the budget, can't do this, can't do that. Once there's a government in place, everything can be done, regardless of whose government it is. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, sir. You guys have a good weekend. I guess we'll see what happens next week. All have right. Have a good weekend. Thanks. Bye. All right. Okay. 731, Erico, you're on. Good day, fellas. I have a couple Greetings. of questions. One is, in, in regard with Biden going over there on the 16th, is there any possibility that they might just decide to keep him over there for us? No. No. There's no possibility that that's okay. ever going to happen. Second thing, I read something where the other day that the government had already been formed, but it just wasn't announced. Is there any truth to that? Nope, there's no truth to it because it hasn't been voted on. A lot of times they okay. say it's been agreed upon, but until it's actually voted, then no, it hasn't been formed. And okay. here it's been agreed upon, and two days later it's not agreed upon. So. Until the fat lady sings, it hasn't happened. Okay. Well, third thing, um, calls. But like today, the tweet got to me at 45 minutes after the call started. Is there any way to get those before the calls start? I mean, he sent it out two hours before the call started. Well, three hours before the call started. So I don't know why you just got the tweet. Everybody else got it. Well, sometimes I get it like that night. So I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's something wrong with your system. Everybody else is getting it. Okay. All right. That's it. Thanks, guys. Right. Thank you, sir. Thanks, sir. 918. Code, you are on. Good afternoon. Greetings, sir. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, this is Oklahoma. Uh, just had a few questions and comments. You know, over the years, listening to y'all, it seems obvious to me that part of the powers to be is the United States. Uh, Would you agree with that? Yes. And I think uh, our U.S. president uh, has a lot to do with that. You know, if you think back, Kazemi was Trump's guy. And now 
we're hearing the connection. Maybe Biden might give the nod to Maliki. Uh, and that could very well happen today. Maliki said, well, you know, I've had a change of heart, and I'm going to help the people more. Uh, okay, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. And, yeah, there might be riots and everything, but the listeners on this call, if the rate changes, then they can exchange, and whatever happens in Iraq happens in Iraq. And I believe whoever is prime minister, whether it's Kazemi or Maliki, or Joe Camel, I believe when we exchange, we will exchange back into the currency that we have now. Would you agree with that? You mean we'll exchange back to U.S. dollars? Correct, the currency we have yeah. now. Yes, that's okay. what's supposed to happen. Right. Now, the question being, you're looking at all these countries going asset-backed, and it's just a matter uh, this month uh, when Biden goes to Saudi Arabia, one of his primary objectives is to ask them to pump more oil. He will be turned down. That will not happen. And during this time, Saudi Arabia will go asset-backed. My question is, when will the United States, in your opinion, go asset-backed? I don't know when they're going to go asset-backed. We know well, that it's all part of Basel Three and everybody being in requirement for Basel Three. So... We know it's going to happen sooner or later. But well, I hope it's it doesn't time. matter because it's not going to affect the RV or the amount of the RV. The rate is going to be what the rate is going to be. We're going to spend U.S. dollars in the U.S., which means it's still going to be worth that. Even yeah. fiat currency of U.S. is worth more than other currencies around the world that are asset back or even gold back right yeah we can spend that here in country but in trade our country right now there are countries including russia that apparently has gone gold back or asset backed in china and a few others they are not accepting the u.s dollar for trade anymore. So I'm thinking we will be forced to go asset backed if we want to compete internationally. But in country, you're right. Our fiat, we don't have a problem. But I'm worried about our country internationally. That's okay, listen. Russia is not not accepting the U.S. dollars. Russia has been placed on a sanction list where no one can give them U.S. dollars. It was not their choice. 
it was the United States choice that they could not trade in U.S. dollars anymore. The same thing with Iran. The U.S. made that decision, not them. China still takes U.S. dollars. They're just trying to say, wherever the U.S. dollar is restricted, we're going to put the wand in. Why? Because we're trying to become the number one global currency, reserve currency, which they've mm-hmm. been trying to do for years. So it's not like we don't know that. Everybody else doesn't know that. But all of our NATO countries will take the U.S. dollar, and they always will, concerned with Venezuela, North Korea, Russia, countries that we don't want to do business with anyway. So what is your concern? Well, my concern is, and that's your opinion, of course everyone has one, but our sanctions on Russia have done nothing to them. Nothing. Russia has bypassed it. So the sanctions on Russia, they didn't work. And they're not working. That's my concern. Okay, but listen, that's your opinion, like you just said. That's right. Everybody else is of the opinion. The U.S. is of the opinion. Other countries are of the opinion. It is working. They're losing. The ruble is lost. He's having rioting in Russia now because of how it's hitting their economy, everything else. They're losing their oil contracts. So it is, in fact, is working. But none of that has nothing to do or anything to do with the revaluation of the dinar. That's right. Yeah, I agree. Okay. It has nothing to do with it. I'm thinking internationally. Because sooner or later, and and, uh, the nail in the coffin for the U.S., in my opinion, the nail in the coffin when Saudi Arabia goes asset-backed, and that's the end of the petrodollar right there. That's the end of it. And very well may be when they stop taking the dollar. Because we're talking about something totally different, but... Everybody has to realize, I've been telling you for years, and I don't need to tell you, go back through history of the last 100, 200 years, everybody falls off the top sooner or later. That's right. Everybody. And that's how the world, again, resets, reorganizes, just like the GCR, and we start over again. New opportunities come, new businesses, cycles happen. So nobody's on top forever. China used to be and they're not. Japan used to be and they're not. Europe used to be and they're not. Russia was and they're not. So, yes, the U.S. will not be the number one currency in the world forever through its cycle, might become number two, might even become number three. But it's not going to put us in a global recession. We're not going to become a third world country. And none of it has anything to do with the revaluation of the dinar. I agree. All right, with well, thank you. <laughs> you there? I agree okay. with everything you said. You know. Okay. Hey. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah. That's it. That's my music plan. Yes, sir. That's the music plan. 
All right, guys. This is everything here, though, at TNT is about education, hopefully. Everything here is about um, not just the rate, how to go do your exchange, but how to prepare for your future. Investments, opportunities, trust, foundation, savings. We hope that we are helping change people's minds, educating, and expanding your mind, not just through financial matters, but global things that are going on in life in general. So I appreciate all of our conversations and things that we do, in fact, go through. What we're looking at right now, again, the banks were told to be ready. I don't think anything's going to happen, but they were told to be ready. The Treasury is saying it's all done. Our council guy is saying, yep, that's right, it's all done. Nothing else needs to happen for the RV to happen except for the CBI to say the timing is right. Let's do it now. Or the U.S., timing is right. I don't think that's going to happen with us being this close to a decision made on the new government until that decision is made. And it's going to be sometime this month, if not the 15th. They said they'll have it in place by the end of the month, but they're looking to make an announcement on the 14th or 15th. We're that close, I think, to this being over if nothing else happens. And then we'll just see where we go with the race. So, in the meantime, in between time, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day, your week, weekend. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. Okay. And those that may have missed the announcement on um, Wednesday, um, in the latest blasts and tweets, section for those in the DMV area. If you want to come out and hang out with me and the, a group of us on the 23rd, we'll be having a brunch and training session. If you'd like to register for that, go into the latest Flaps and Tweets section and um, you'll see it listed that you can get information with us if you want to come hang out on the 23rd. Keep believing, ladies and gentlemen. We sure do. This keeps me going On those days when I feel like giving up Fire
God's already pre-approved you for it. Come on, Bacardi. I believe that my God is a healer. Yes, he is. And I believe that I will survive. Oh, I, I believe that God is able. Oh, I believe I know it is already done. The word tells us that if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problem an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's going to do it for you.
conference recording. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. We're out of here.